0: I'm not given this food poisoning, and my food tastes good. It does taste
1: good, but sometimes it's not done all the way or done too
2: much. Mealtime for Catelyn Uhart and roommate Emma Lane consists of beef fajitas. For these Utah State University agriculture students, food has played a major role in bringing two girls from very different backgrounds together.
0: We had a landscape architecture together our spring semester, and that is where our friendship blossomed. I would say um, we ate bagels every day in class, <laughs> and that's what we bonded, bagels in landscape architecture. <laughs>
2: These bagel and bonding sessions evolved into a friendship that eventually led to the two becoming roommates. Despite having very different life experiences, with Lane growing up in the drier desert region of California, about an hour and a half east of Bakersfield, and Uhart spending her younger years homeschooled on a cattle ranch in the deserts of northern Nevada, they have bridged the gap.
1: I think one thing that kind of sets us apart demographically, I mean, we really are on totally different ends in a lot of ways. I mean, Emma comes from a pretty small family. She only has one sister and I'm the oldest of five. So, you know, there's that. My parents have been divorced. Hers have been together forever. Like um, just a lot of little differences like that. But I honestly feel like they've made us better friends because we have so much to talk about and just to compare notes on.
2: Yes, Bagels have played an important part in this friendship, but after spending time with the two of them, I have discovered that the bond that really ties these two together is their interest in cows they have found a common community through agriculture.
0: My background is actually not really in agriculture. I grew up in an outdoor recreation family. I grew up whitewater rafting, camping, uh, spending a lot of time outdoors.
2: Unlike her friend who was trotting around the ranch from day one, Lane didn't discover her love for agriculture until she was in junior high school, when in seventh grade she was introduced to the 4-H and Future Farmers of America programs. At first, she cared for rabbits, chickens, and goats, but eventually moved to caring for dairy cattle.
0: Our sturdy RAV4, that car got everything from goats to turkeys, and then on the weekends, rafts.
2: Not the dairy cattle.
0: Not the dairy cows. All the dairy cows feed. You can imagine the amount of hay that was in my mom's car. I kept the dairy cattle at my high school farm.
2: While Lane was traveling back and forth to feed and water her dairy cattle on land owned by her school, after completing her core studies at home, UHART simply stepped outside to care for her beef cattle.
1: One of my favorite things to talk about is just comparing notes on the differences and the similarities and talking about, you know, maybe which breeds are the best and, you know, it's one of my favorite topics. I would say that agriculture really influenced the kind of person that I am today, really in everything. I look at a lot of situations differently when it comes to school, when it comes to economics, when it comes to my friends, just because I was raised with a different kind of mindset.
0: Catelyn's really hard to plan our meals together. We're like, what do you want for dinner? Oh, well, I don't know, what do you want? Well, okay, um, we'll do, we'll like decide. All right, but we'll do fajitas. How about chicken? No.
1: <laughs> it's a
0: hard
2: pass. It was their shared passion for responsible and reasonable land use that led them to both become interested in studying agricultural communications. How they address sometimes controversial and layered political, social, and personal topics can lead to heated debates. You Hart admits that her more conservative upbringing sometimes clashes with Lane's more liberal stance on issues like gun control.
1: We talk through everything and we like to get each other's um, perspectives on any issue that happens, whether it's nationally or locally or something that affects us at home. And I think we do a really great job of talking about it and we discuss what we agree with what we disagree with even our parents sometimes don't agree with the fact that we talk about it and you know we'll come home with different perspectives and they don't necessarily agree but it's like hey that's my friend that's what she believes
0: anything comes up in the news like Catlin said we just we talk about it and sometimes I'm like I'll be up front with her like I don't agree with what you're saying but I hear where you're coming from
2: Could it be that these two cowgirls, one from California and the other from Nevada, who have crossed different state, political, and social boundaries, have found a compromise in a campus community that encourages acceptance, diversity, and creative problem-solving?
1: I would say don't let a boundary get in the way of a great friendship. People are people, no matter what they believe, no matter where they come from. I don't need to be best friends with someone who comes from the exact same place that I do. What I do need is a best friend who grew up on the river in the middle of California. (laughs) (laughs) It really doesn't matter what somebody believes, if they're truly a good person and if your personalities match. And I think that Emma and I are a great example of that.
0: Because we are so different is why we're such good friends. Um, I think another thing is just listening to what the other person has to say. Like, don't get caught up in the fact that they have different beliefs than you. We vary on a lot of subjects but we talk about them and we acknowledge them, but then we also agree on so many other things. It's sometimes scary how much on the same page we are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, the other day I was wanting ice cream really bad, but I wasn't gonna say anything because we've also been trying to be good about not eating too much chocolate. And uh, so I wasn't gonna say anything, and Emma texted me about five minutes later and asked if I wanted any ice cream
2: because she was at the store. With Utah Public Radio News, I'm Bronson Teichert. The UPR original series, Crossing Borders, is a year-long storytelling project between UPR and the USU Office of Global Engagement, providing services for international students and scholars, and facilitating study abroad opportunities for students and faculty. Details at globalengagement.usu.edu. And to explore more of the Crossing Borders series, head over to upr.org.